again and welcome back to, I guess welcome back, it's our first episode um, of our um, open letter to ourselves, our first premiere podcast, so to speak, uh, where it's not just me and I do have a wonderful guest, um, our first wonderful guest, um, I would just like to welcome Adam to our podcast, hello Adam, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay, yeah. Um, so some of you will know me potentially if you've um, jumped into my stream uh, uh, through um, Kate or anything like that. Uh, you'll know me as up for the challenge as well through things like Twitch and YouTube and things like that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's a bit wet outside though. That's the only yeah. downside. It's all this really sunny weather. I don't mind the wet. I'd much rather it raining than have the sun. I'm not going to lie. For sure. I the, the heat has been just, it's the sort of like UK heat where it's hot, but it's humid and your body can't sweat. It's it's mm. just stuck to you. And it's just the worst feeling ever. No. So um, I just wanted to quickly mention how like um, we came to sort of speak. Um, so we were running um, our Twitch channel and we were doing some live streams, just doing like our donations um, to some of the charities that we were doing. And our stream decided that we should, you know, have a look for some, you know, maybe smaller streamers or streamers who are actually doing um, work in the lives of like mental health and providing support. Because we kind of noticed there was that tag on Twitch. Um, because you could search for tags. We were like, let's see who's doing things. And we noticed there were like a few streamers who were kind of like, what's the word, exploiting like tags. They were doing things that was, weren't related to sort of mental health at all for some reason to maybe garner like viewers, etc. And we were going through some streamers and then we noticed like your stream. And then we click, we quickly just sort of had a peek um, like with our with our community and everyone's like this guy this guy knows what he's talking about like he he's he he has this sort of like a flow to him whereby he's answering like every single like question or message in chat that was the first thing that people noticed and then from there it just kind of stemmed off like we should you know lend some lend some support to this sort of like um this channel so we decided we decided to um unknowingly let's say raid your stream we i apologize for the amount of uh spam that caused um for your live stream at the time um but from there i had some talks with the community and they were super like had they had such positive feedback from the experiences they had like this guy is reading everything in chat he's being you know so lively and so bubbly and like so supportive to everyone's there like it, it should be someone that we should get in contact with um and then from there we found out like you were starting like your own like org or like um organization sort of like charity sort of thing um so mm -hmm. that's basically how we came to um to talk uh, i just kind of wanted to um talk about that really and sort of like your your sort of twitch endeavor um and like how long you've been doing that um really. yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, that is always the, the thing that people get confused by is because I say, oh, yeah, no, I, I read everything. And I think people assume that I mean, oh, he's going to skim past with it. I'm like, no, I read, <laughs> read everything. everything. Unless it's directly like at and then someone else, then I know there's a private conversation going on. But um, it's one of your one of the people in your community, literally, as I was reading through, made a comment of, Oh, you really do read everything, and then I read the fact that he had said that. I was like, yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, Twitch for me, um, it was never it was never something I'd even. I mean, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard about it last year. Didn't know what it was. Never heard of it. Um, then for a lot of hell that went on in in, in my personal life, um, I um, I was just at home more. I'd quit my job um, because uh, basically I just 
couldn't do it mentally. Um, then came across Twitch um, and was at a really low point and had some channels just kind of be there for me. And then it was a point where they just went, well, what a new stream? Because I'd interacted with them in certain ways. And I was like, I don't know what well, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm still, I'm still running. As I said before we started, I'm on an a Dell Inspire on seventeen five thousand series. This is my laptop. Like I'm this, I've got stuff plugged into it, but one of the ports doesn't work. And like, it's, I'm this is just me, and that's how I am. And um, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know, stream. I didn't have any of this stuff then. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, okay, fine. I'll just turn on this, turn on, and start talking. And it was me. I, my very first dream is me talking about um, Rain Man and just the issues with that film um, and that it is just, it is possibly the worst mental health film that exists outside of, and people went like this, The Joker, oh, um, yeah. which is probably the second worst film of all time in mental health. Mm. Um, that one of the, both of them, because they tried to be mental health films, I think. Mm. Um, and then I had someone go, how have you, how did you do that? I'm like, how did I do what? And they're like, you talked for two hours. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's not normal. Is it? Um, okay. Cause I hadn't really realized because the people that I'd watched already were kind of just chatting streams. I hadn't really realized that it was mainly gamers that didn't talk that much or they did interact, but they didn't like talk straight or they didn't like interact like I did. And so I was like, Oh, okay. And then I just, it got more and more and more. And then I was like, Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't game, so okay. And it just slowly became mental health stream. Mm -hmm. And then weirdly, um, I'd already in the past, um, I'd been the president of a university uh, mental health group for Student Minds. Um, I'd been president of that for two or three years. Um, I'd also won the um, Extra Mile Award, uh, National Awards from the uh, National Students, uh, Student Volunteering Awards, Society of Volunteering Awards um, for work with societies and things like that. Um, I'd helped with extenuating circumstances from working with the university, getting policy changes. I'd had some interaction with it already. Um, and then it just kind of built up. And I was this monkey in a suit. I didn't speak like any other mental health students. I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't like them, um, which really seemed to, it seemed to make me grow inexplicably faster than I should do. I became affiliate as quick as you be could become affiliate, purely because people seem to come along, see mental health and expect somebody kind of lovey-dovey, wishy-washy, mm -hmm. you know, with stuff in the background, with smoking um, charms and, you know, a, a Dumbledore quote. And that's what people expected. And then they got me. And it was just like, no, and, you know, if you come in and you want to troll me, I will chew you out and I will do it harshly. Yeah. Don't assume anything. And so I just didn't match. And I was I was happy to talk about suicide openly. I was happy to talk about um, all areas of mental health openly. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't a case of, which I have a big issue with trigger warnings, but, but I've done videos on that, of like, I'm not going to, if you're coming to me from the depths of hell and no one's listened to you all day, I'm not going to be someone that goes, well, don't tra trauma jump on me and go, and go away. I'm going to be there going, right, how can I help? I have resources here. I've, and I, then I created the resources, uh, well, my own website, mm -hmm. doing the podcast because I was doing mental health podcasts, um, which I still do now. And then I'd created um, another YouTube channel just for doing little advice on mental health. And then the resources page, which is now... Weirdly, the resource, because I didn't expect it to happen, resources page that is now used by four other mental health streamers across the world. Wow. It is my resource page from my website. They, they literally accidentally, every time they put exclamation mark resource in their own chat, are 
shouting out my website. Nice. Um, so, so when I came to do the charity, that's the one I used because everyone seems to like it. Um, but that's where it came from. And then I just went, well, okay, let's, what about study? And I started studying um, a diploma in counseling cognitive behavioral therapy. Now, I'm not a big fan of CBT. Mm. Sorry to any of my lecturers that might see this. Um, I don't like it. There's a lot of issues around it and it doesn't work for me personally, but I know it does work for some people. And if you're going to dislike something, there's no point in disliking it if you don't understand what it is because that's just bigoted nonsense. Um, and I also started a master's in um, global uh, mental health at um, University of Glasgow. Mm -hmm. So, which is obviously Russell Group, which I never thought I'd get into. Um, so I started doing that as well alongside this um, because of certain things I've, I've interrupted, but I'm going back to Glasgow in September, I'm still doing my diploma. So technically I'll be a, uh, I'll be able to be a counsellor, but it's not something I'm looking to be, which confuses people because I'm like, why do it then? So I can understand. It's, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to be a counsellor. I want to understand. Yeah, um, so like, yeah, that's pretty. Work a, a, is like way more useful. So you'll be able to sort, you can sort of like manipulate that to your own sort of like use then. Take the bits that kind yes. of work and sort of like rework them or like find out what works and what doesn't. And sort of kind of. I don't have to, st I don't have to like stick to a party line type thing with a counsellor. Um, but yeah, then I've just carried on and done podcasts and then, then the charity idea. Um, I mean, from, from start to, to launch it, um, from the idea of the charity to the launch was three weeks. Insane. Um, Insane. Cause it may have even been two. It's basically because <laughs> I, I, I really don't like, cause and I, I get this a lot at me for the mental health stuff is mm -hmm. yes, but um, you know, you can't do this cause you don't have this. So that, you know, you get a lot of gatekeeping. And then when you kind of prove that wrong and you can go, well, actually let's see what, everybody else with the actual issues wants to listen to. You know, what happened with a lot of them, I actually get people left other communities to come to me because they knew I wasn't going to be nice to them. And I don't mean that in a weird, and it sounds weird, but for, for some people, this idea of positivity streaming, where every, every time we're going to be amazingly nice to you, we're never going to be able to help you because I, I don't want to talk to you about it. I just want to say nice words and there's no resources for you. Mm -hmm. Someone like me, I'm not necessarily going to be, um, give you daffodils and, uh, and rainbows and tell you that everything's going to be okay. But I will do my best to make sure there's resources for you there and I will talk to you. Um, and I had people come to me. So I overcame that one. And then I I get the next thing of like, yeah, but you can't do things that quickly. Or there's there's this, there's that in the way, there's that. And I'm no, not if I don't want there to be. True. And they're not in the way and it's happened. And yeah, there's, um, you've got to, you've got to hit. So we're on, on, was it an unregulated, unregistered, whatever the hell it calls in the UK um, charity, which is still a charity. Yeah. It's just that you have to hit £5,000 to then register. Or you have to be a corporate section of a, of a, uh, to be a charity. It's, yeah. it's weird in the UK. Basically, it's a tax reason. They, they basically, they're basically saying, if you're, if you're not making five grand, we're not going to come for you. Like, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, basically. So um, as soon as we get that, then we'll, we'll then um, apply normally and we'll get that. But we are a charity anyway. We just don't use it as much. We, I think I use community group or, or, or group a lot as well. Um, but yeah, it's there's nothing standing in, in the way that... Um, that can't be put out of the way when you put your mind to it. That, that's the thing for me. But okay. that's really a really long answer to a really short question. Sorry. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I kind of want to touch on some little bits that you've mentioned within that. But um, no, like the, the first thing I kind of wanted to touch on was the fact that when we all sort of saw your stream and noticed your stream, we talked about it before about like triggers and things like that. The one thing we noticed was that like everything was open. Like any question mm. someone had, like we said, you would answer. And you sort of like no tolerance for anyone who's being um sort of rude it's just instantly like no like this is this is not how it is like this is this is cut out and 
I think a lot of people, it's kind of refreshing because as you say, like there are so many people who, who, who do mental health, which it works for some people and it works for certain groups, which is if that's what they, they works for them, totally fine. Who very much have like, say like they, they surround people by pillows, let's say. And it's sort of like to help people in that regard of being kind of like soft and being sort of like careful of, of people sort of like triggers. But you've mentioned before that like, that doesn't help people necessarily. Like if you if you need help, you need to address sort of like yeah. problems. Like directly. So I mean, there's there's a few things around trigger warnings. I, I have a massive hatred for trigger warnings. Um, the first thing is is as I talked about gatekeeping, trigger warnings are innately gatekeeping. Sure. That's what they are. People don't like me saying that, but it's true because mm. um, you can see the legs of a teddy bear behind me. Now, if your trigger because you were sexually abused by a parent when you were younger, you might have a trigger for teddy bears. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen any stream, any television show, any film ever say, trigger warning, this show contains soft, soft toys? No. Mm -hmm. So what, you, what are you saying? Because that may be the only trigger. That may be the only thing that automatically sends someone back. So you're automatically saying, well, your trigger isn't valid enough. Your trauma mm -hmm. isn't valid enough. That's what you're doing by saying that. These trigger warnings are assumptive. They say... Blood, suicides, things like that. No, that's trigger warning. Okay, but what if that's all that somebody can relate to? And actually, the amount of blood and gore on TV that no one has a re response to, yes, there's a, um, a reaction because it's true rather than not being true. But how many true crime uh, TV programs are there? How many podcasts are there that are true crime? Um, but the second you say it's about mental health and that, oh, now there's a trigger warning. Because I've never seen a trigger warning on some of the true crime stuff. Why isn't there? Because it's a true crime thing. Okay, well, that that what oh, it was suicide. Oh no, trigger warning. What are you on about? Um, so you automatically gatekeep someone for um, assuming what is important to them. And a lot of the trigger warnings as well don't do not come from the neurodivergent world. They just don't. They come from the world of neurotypicals, yeah. which is the outside world. And for neurotypicals, anyone wondering is basically everyone else. It's everyone that that like to call themselves normal. Mm. That is the world of it. And the thing that irritates me most about this is it, it, what it does is it basically says, um, we'll, we'll allow you to talk about stuff now. We, we've, 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 you know, put you aside for so long. We'll allow you to talk about mental health now. But you can't make us feel uncomfortable because we don't want that. Well, yeah. you've made us feel uncomfortable as neurodivergent since our very inception and existence. Mm -hmm. So, no. How about we don't listen to you and we talk yeah. about the things that help us? I don't care if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Because you know what? You should be part of the discussion anyway. Or if you don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. The amount of times you get um, people go, oh, you can just swipe past it. Okay, then do it. If it's not for you, it's not for you. I do not believe in the idea of trigger warnings. Now, the biggest thing for me is um, I the words annoy me more than anything else. So as you were saying, some streams or some groups may go, you know, let's put cotton wool around them and let them bounce around like they're three-year-olds. Fine. Okay. I, I know that was condescending as hell, by the way, but um, I, I, I get that that can help people. I don't think in the long run it really does help people. I think it just means that their, their comfort zone only ever stays here and never branches out, um, which it does need to at some point. Um, but if it's in the early days, it may be they need to yeah. be there. Now, that's to me, that's just a normal chat on mental health. And mine is an open talk on mental health. Mm -hmm. The word trigger warning automatically mean that people from both sides avoid it because again 
because the assumption of policing trigger warnings and, and gatekeeping it, if you're if you have a trigger, you know you have a trigger, mm-hmm. you're going to avoid anything that has a trigger warning because you don't know what they've decided is their point of triggers. So you you try and avoid it. So it, get, it ends up this side. Well, don't, we don't want to go to it. And then everybody from neurotypicals, no, we don't want to go inside it. And before where we were segregated, now we're even more segregated. It doesn't help anybody. It means you don't go from either side. If you look at it in terms of, I've spoken about this to another mental health student before. If you go into a shop, if you saved up and you're really into trainers and you've gone into um, a, a store and you've got two ways of looking at it. You've got my way of looking at it, and then you've got the trigger warning way. Now, if you look at it the trigger warning way, it's basically you come in with the money back pocket, really saved up for it, and they go, they look at you and go, well, we do have the really expensive trainers over here. They're really, really expensive. I don't know if you can afford them. They're really expensive. They're very, we've got some over here that that's more for everyone. And there are a few more expensive ones. And there's, there's a couple of them that I'll be able to reach out for you. But these ones over here, yes, of course, they're nice, but they're really expensive. I don't know if you want to go over there. And then you have a salesperson that goes, oh, yeah, well, they're a bit more expensive over there. If you want to have a look, though, um, that's absolutely fine. They may not be for you. Like you, you might find that they're they're not the right they're not the right fit or something like that, not the right colours. But that's fine. We've got the other ones over here as well. But either one that, that's best for you, you let me know what you want to find. Mm-hmm. That's what the trigger warnings are doing. There's one, the open chat that goes, you know what? Yeah, we can talk about it. If it's going to cause you issues, that's why I have my resources there ready for that. That's why there's other discussions that exist. But there's also the, the, the softer side of it. But the trigger warning one goes, no, 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 we don't talk about that. Bad, no. Mm. Now, have you ever been to a counselling session and the counsellor, before you've stepped in, has gone, trigger warning? Yes. Because shouldn't they be? Yeah. Shouldn't they be every time they're going to talk about something saying the words trigger warning? Yeah, it should be every time, if that's the, if that's the precedent or the narrative. <laughs> yeah, because they're talking to you about your past, where there's something there, trigger warning, we're going to talk about your past. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's a nonsense that has been created by... Um, the media, TV, things like that, to make them comfortable and mean that they don't need to discuss something further. Mm-hmm. And it's a nonsense. It really is. I went into a radio station once to talk about the fact that I was president of Student Minds. Mm-hmm. And I was told, despite the fact that it's called Student Minds and it's a mental health group, I was told yeah. to say trigger warning to introduce myself. Oh, that's insane. That's, that's <laughs> I think there's a problem with... It's kind of like the, a topic of conversation as well. Like, people, like you can kind of sort of like label that as also kind of people who want to just virtue signal as well. People mm. who want to speak for other people when really they have no yeah. business in sort of like being an advocate for those people in the first place. Like, it's not just like mental health. Like, I think it covers like a lot of yeah. other like social topics at the same time. But it's definitely been something more prominent in sort of the recent social media age where everyone feels like we have to protect everyone else even though we haven't asked them what the best way to do that is mm. we have like, it's it's not personal it's like you know we have to protect everyone because we all have a moral duty to do so where it's, it's like I mean, it's, it's literally not worse it's, it's actually worse as well because it's condescending now as well it's, it's and, and on top of everything else you're now going well you're not you're not strong enough to do this yourself i need exactly. to be the one that stands in and it's just nonsense i mean like i say to me, the biggest issue are the words. And if I'm sure there's people out there going, oh, well, words don't matter. Okay, you're a Nazi. Yeah. I'm going to put a word around you for the rest of your life that you're a Nazi, mm-hmm. um, that you're a molester, that you're an abuser. They're just words. Mm-hmm. So this idea that words don't matter is a nonsense. So if we take away this idea of trigger warning and just replace it with open discussion, how many more people will be willing to talk 
Yeah. When they're talking about the same thing, they're talking to the same people about the same things in the same way. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that changed is instead of it saying a warning, it's saying it's open. Now the same chats are there; they're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. The other chats that never that, that wanted to be, you know, butterflies and rainbows, they're still there. That's the normal chat. But then there's an open chat. Mm-hmm. Okay, some of us are, are harsher in how we respond than others. Like you said, when people came in, and my response when people come in and are trolls, I'm not. And this is the thing that I said about being um being a, a monkey in a suit because I don't fit is um, I think it was somebody came in um, basically trying to be homophobic when you, you'd come in. Yeah. And I just went, get the fuck out. I just had a massive go at them. Um, because people don't expect, don't expect you to be harsh. They don't expect you to be like, no, no, no. You want to play those games with me. I'm happy to play them back. I don't mm-hmm. care. And I think that's also the thing that that's annoyed people. And it's the reason maybe I've got stuff done um, in, as you say, an age social media where we're, we're trying to um, not, Step on it. Well, we're stepping on eggshells. Is that mm. I don't care. Ban me from Twitch. Ban me from Twitter. Bring it. What are you going to do? I'll step outside. I'll talk. I'll shout that way. You, yeah. you, it's very hard to to do this kind of um, bullshit attempt at, at dealing with someone and put them in a box if they refuse to recognise the box is there. <laughs> so. 100%. And I, I feel it's a source of this thing for a lot, a lot of people have initiatives or they have plans and they want to sort of like make an impact in a certain way, but they very much start to cater themselves to, oh, what do what will grow me an audience? Or like they'll start to do things which isn't necessarily relating to what they initially wanted to accomplish, but they start going down this route of like, oh, I need to bring in more viewers so i need to do these other things that might go against like some ethics or morals in a certain way but the idea of like no i'm gonna do it this way because this is the way that i want to be done it should be done and if someone's gonna ban me i'm just gonna do something else speaks kind of volumes to a lot of what quite a few i've seen like i don't want to name names but i've seen other people do this thing of where like oh I've, I've been i've been like you know people have been removed or they've been banned and they've kind of just left sort of like their ideas on the floor um, so to have that sort of like no no matter what like this is what I'm going to do because it actually means something um, mm. kind of speaks volumes uh, yeah I mean to, it's, to, to what I've seen yeah I mean it's like I say it's I don't uh, again the monkeyness suit just fits because I don't game I do not game at all I do not play stream raiders mm-hmm. I don't do anything mm-hmm. and it really confuses people because yeah. I think they all, always come in and kind of go oh yeah but you you play something no. I got asked the other day, oh, are you, buy, are you buy the new FIFA? I have no idea. I haven't played FIFA. I have not played games in years. I occasionally watch them on Twitch, but I don't play any of these games. Um, there was a discussion I had with people on chat the other day about, should I create a separate channel and basically have a, what happens when an idiot tries to play games? Um, but, um, but I was like, it's not going to be on here. There's nothing, this, this channel is for this. This is for this. For this this mm-hmm. will not change. At no point will this have anything else. The only thing this might branch into is maybe I might have a podcast on the channel yeah. talking about mental health. It, I'm a mental health streamer and that is it 100%. It's not changing. Up for the challenge on Twitch is what it is. That's it. It's not there to be changed. And I've sure. I, the amount of times I have a go at Twitch when I'm on Twitch for the way they treat um, their mental health stuff, because until recently, you couldn't use the words mental health in a poll. So if you were to ask how somebody's mental health was in a poll, in a mental health channel with a mental health tag on Twitch, you couldn't. You had to put how is your MH? That's no, that that's really weird. I don't understand why Twitch would want to censor something like that because Twitch is very much owned by Amazon. 
But I know that um, Twitch was very much um, catered for like the gaming community at first, and it's only been like the past like five years or something. No, it wasn't. Um, well, it was just in TV, wasn't it? Before. Which wasn't anything to do with it gaming. Wasn't to do with gaming. No. And then somehow they were bought up. And then suddenly it was all about the live stream and the games and the content. Yeah. And then they brought back the just chatting and like the the face-to-face sort of live streams. And it's kind of strange because when they have that sort of big community of like gamers, that demographic of people actually tend to be um, very sort of like, well, you have it in every community, but specifically like a, the gaming sort of community. There's a lot of people who do struggle with mental health issues and things like that and so for twitch to then come along and be like and censoring that sort of stuff doesn't make sense when it's like a lot of your audience could benefit from that sort of content in the first place so it's new typical trigger warning exactly it's it's twitch is just a company that has so many issues um within it like a lot of the, the 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 twitch staff have had like um like exposés of sort of treating certain streamers like better than others, like on on bias and then just very much having a sort of like holier than thou attitude to a lot of streams. I think it's gotten better recently, um, but it, it's Twitch has, has always had this sort of underlying sort of like this, there's something different going on there, um, but it yeah. is getting better. But yeah, it's, it's crazy that they do something like that. Um, have you like streamed on YouTube as well or has it just been Twitch? No. It's just been Twitter. So I started on YouTube because mm-hmm. that's where my name comes from. Um, so to give a bit a bit more background, my wife passed away in late 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a promise to her to um, help a charity called Brains Trust. Um, that's what I was doing just before pandemic hit. And then in the pandemic is where everything fell apart. And that's where I was basically alone in a three bed house just not knowing what to do. And that's why I ended up on Twitch. Um, But I'd started YouTube as a challenge channel. The idea was that I did challenges to raise money for Brains Trust. I'd done, um, just before we went into lockdown, I did two half marathons in two days. Um, Later, sorry, not two days, two weeks. Later this year, I'm doing 15 marathons in 15 days, um, um, which will finish with the London Marathon. And then a week before that starts, I'll be doing um, the Great North Run. Then a week after it ends, I'll be doing a 10K and a week after that, I'll be doing a marathon again um, for Brains Trust. Um, so that's what the channel was started for, was to do that, hence up for the challenge. And, you know, the original intros for it were, you know, in, in love and memory of my wife. That was the original kind of intro because it was, I didn't know what I was doing with any intros. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, and so that's how I started. And then... Um, I've got a, a few hundred people on that follow me. And then I was like, I came over to Twitch because um, Comic Storian, actually nothing to do with mental health, nothing to do with anything bad. It was Comic Storian. He was a YouTuber, um, but it was, a, and but actually weirdly, probably does have a lot to say on mental health because he's, um, him and his brother who works for him are both ex-military um, vets and he had an injury and had to retire from the army. So probably do have a lot to do. But they, went, they got into comic books um, and I realised I could see them first on Twitch and just went on Twitch and just went, oh, they're here. Oh, well, I'll, I'll watch them on Twitch as well. And that's how I ended up being on Twitch. I'd never heard of it. Um, and it was literally down to those few channels that went turn your camera on um and that was it and i've, I've never really looked at doing it on youtube um because i don't think the interaction is as easy and mm. um, i've got very used to the way i do it and like you like you said is i respond to everything which has been at times a nightmare it was a bit fun when you guys came in of course because it's just like yeah yeah, yeah. and i'm like okay i'm gonna have to warn you guys now i will read it if you put it um yeah. so then like i've had i've had bigger raids and stuff um but 
I like I have a command exclamation mark slow that literally says please bear with me um so but I, I do try and get through it and I've got somehow got to a pattern where I, I talk at speed it's weird because I actually have a speech impediment that means I talk faster when I go back into it so the more I the faster I speak and the easier I find it to respond means the worse my speech impediment is getting which is a nice <laughs> catch to too um but yeah, it's not something I'd really looked at on YouTube. I just went, okay, well, let's do some podcasts now. And then let's do this other thing. It wasn't really, I've not really streamed anywhere else. Um, unless I've been on somebody else's thing. Like I was on the Suicide Prevention Social Media, which is an American kind of suicide, um, part of this whole suicidology um, movement in America. Um, and they streamed on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch simultaneously. Um and I've been on there a few times, um, mainly because I think they like me as a grumpy Brit. Um, so that's the newest as I've got to it. Yeah. No, YouTube's definitely a strange one. But I, I just kind of think the fact that you haven't been doing this very long at all. And, no, um, 10 months. Like 10 months, which is crazy. And to already sort of like have these platforms and, and have an audience that keeps coming back is actually huge. Uh, because so many people, they spend, you know, years talking or, you know, trying to make content and they never really garner a sort of like set audience. But to have that, that people like coming back and new people finding you all the time is sort of just a testament of like, this is content that people want want you know and this is like you know something to sort of watch out for which is why like me and like our team kind of wanted to reach out in the first place because it's like we'd love to be able to sort of like that this we see that there's something that that works here there's a format that kind of works and for us as like a team we just want to be able to help like individuals who sort of want to sort of make a change in some way um because i know like i am not qualified as like a mental health professional or have that sort of knowledge, but I have the ability to help people who can. Um, so mm. that's kind of like what we want to do is, is be able to help individuals or sort of organizations in whatever capacity we can for them to like spread their platform and sort of make their content, um, like spread it through, through a larger audience basically, and to be able to get it to people who need it. Um, yeah. So that's, you know, kind of why we were so interested to sort of like to talk because we, we saw that and we were like there's something here this deserves to be like seen and used by more people basically um i mean is our, is our thing the one thing i would say is i'm i'm not a professional i have that on my thing you know I, i'm doing these yeah. things but i'm not a mental health professional either yeah. um and i think everyone is part of the discussion when it comes to mental health i think everyone should be part of it because the thing is, is that at some point, you are likely to go through mental he mental health issues, and the thing is, is that we we don't we seem in in society to not recognise all mental health issues. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, if you have stress and anxiety because of um, work that's with you for two, three, four weeks, mm -hmm. and you just can't, you don't know what you're going to do. That that project's coming up, and you don't know what to do, and you're just shaking at night. It's a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. Like we don't look at all of that. We go, oh, it's just normal stress. That's a mental health issue. Yeah. We go, right? Is it autism? Is it um, <laughs> depression? Okay, that's mental health. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Um, and it's, it gets ridiculous because then they get thrown around so much that when um, when people use it, they're not even used properly. Like for me, I have OCD. It's the first mental health issue I've ever sort of had at the age of nine. Um, and the way that it's now used by the media is the most irritating thing I can possibly think of. It's now this idea of let's turn the light off on, on five times. So, no, the main part of OCD, uh, that's like 5%. The main part of OCD is, upset, uh, of, is um, 
intrusive thoughts that convince you of things that you've done or convince you of thoughts and just make you feel like the most horrific person. Mm. That's what OCD is, way beyond anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's the thing. I think we all need to be part of the discussion beyond anything else. Um, I mean, I think I probably also got into Twitch at the right time when everyone was at home, basically. Um, yes, and again, I think, like I said, I'm a monkey in a suit. I'm waiting for people to realise that I'm just normal. Um, but I think that's potentially the reason I grew in at a... To me, doesn't still doesn't seem that that fast, but I've been told people that it is. I don't know, um, but it's it's because people it's not they haven't seen it before. But I don't think it's because the message isn't out there. I think it's because I'm just too bloody minded to take people having a go and saying you don't fit. Like I, I used to do other things, and people said, "Well, I uh, we in our group have a counselor that that says otherwise." I'm like, "Yeah, I know who that person is. That's a trainee counselor, technically the same as me, and that's from one cultural background." And you're saying it because you don't like it because it's in your group. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll ignore you and I'll go and do my own thing. Um, you know, oh well, you won't be able to get people supporting if you do it the way you do. Really, because I did a charity thing for a different charity for Brains Trust, mm-hmm. and I was supported by companies that um, such as GT Omega, who is a an, an international gaming chair company who support and partner with the sidemen it's like no you can't get partnerships with them and you think that if you're anything to do with me that you can't do it the thing is is that i was in sales for over a decade Mm. the way i talk to people is different to you you just don't like the way i sound and that's fine but it's not going to stop me and i think that's the difference is people that have tried it before as you said earlier um people have just kind of left it behind if they've been uh, banned i think that's the main thing is i'm just too bloody minded and that's the only difference between me and other people is i don't think it's a new message i don't think i'm necessarily that unique mm-hmm. i just think it's i am in a position where i can just say no mm-hmm. fuck you i'm doing it and that's it and there's yeah. nothing you can do to stop me and i mean when i'm set up this charity what i will say is i'm not the only voice in the charity sure. um you know, I've, I'm. It is up for mental health, and I am up for the challenge. That's just because I'm not creative enough to think of a better name. Um, but that's where it's come from. And you know, I've got people in there that have, um, like Mindset by Day, for instance, who is a, a mental health streamer, who is one of the trustees, mm-hmm. and has similar viewpoints to me, mm-hmm. but does it in a very different way. He is not likely to choose someone out in the same way as I, I am. I'm one of the mods for for him, actually when I'm probably more trigger happy than he would want me to be. Um, you know, it, it, he's far softer than I am. He'll get a guitar out and start playing and put on different hats and stuff like that. I won't. That's not me. I'm not that, I'm not that soft, which I find quite funny because it's the whole north-south thing because he's a northerner. So uh, I'm going to be the soft one. Um, but, it's you know, that's not, that's not what it is. I have, I've got someone um, also that, that suffers and has suffered from quite bad anxiety and isn't great on camera, for instance. And so they have a different approach. Again, I have someone who's a software engineer who hasn't, really apart from day-to-day stress hasn't really faced uh, mental health issues so can take an outside view of it if anything is more neurotypical despite the um, potential stress i have um somebody else that's got um, a martial arts background and has done work in um media and things like that as basically getting blown up on tv and so they get a different approach because they know the toxicity of certain media things so there's all different viewpoints and different approaches so I am the main voice because I'm the one that's most prepared to come on camera and I'm the one that that can just, I, I'm the one that's prepared to not get bogged down by someone. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest difference. But there are a lot more views. It's just that 
I'm the loudest one and the grumpiest one. <laughs> For sure. I kind of want to touch uh, more about the sort of the charity that you set up yourself. You mm-hmm. said like you did it in like three or maybe even two weeks from like yeah. idea to its conception, which is crazy. Like you said, it's, a, it's an idea of like, this is the idea we're going to have. We're just going to do it because we it's going to get done, uh, which I find insane. I just kind of wanted to ask like uh, the whole sort of like ethos of the charity, what's its purpose? I know like you, um, I know I know that you, you do, you sort of like your own resources, etc. I was wondering if you could briefly talk about like what the sort of goal is with the charity in regards to mental health and sort of like who's kind of involved and if you have like any sort of like ways people might be able to get involved to help out like at its current time. Because I know it's very early days, but any sort of ways that people can like help out, etc. Yeah, so I mean, the, the ethos of it is basically is the idea that we're a mental health group that is for everybody. Um, we are bringing a, a kind of a newer perspective and a more modern approach to things mm-hmm. that, although happens in certain parts for certain charities, you know, there's some good charities out there that are mainly online, mm-hmm. um, but I think they tend to cater for a specific area rather than bringing it out into everybody. So we want to make sure that we bring together help for everyone, whether you are born in 1946 or you were born in 2004, it doesn't matter to us. Um, how you interact with it and how we can get to you is is how we're going to do it. Um, I think what we bring to us is we're not just there to do one thing. Among anything else, we're not just there to go, right, uh, we're going to have uh, counsellors here for you, or, okay, here's a nice yoga session you can go to, or this is this and this is that. Uh, What we're going to do is, as we started off, we have about four or five videos up at the moment. The plan is to have between 30 and 50 by the end by the end of six months. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not just the plan. That is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I've already have another five that are ready to go up there. So that's going to be 10 in no time at all. Um, and these videos are of um, things like um, help for break falling in martial arts. They help you with some workshops on beatboxing, how to get into gaming. And it's weird because when you talk to people, they go, well, that's not mental health. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's a hobby. It's an interest. It's a way that you have of getting into a place where you are happy and you have an escape. It's not an approach that everyone likes. It's not an approach that all generations like, but it is an approach that some people like. But then we also equally have meditation streams that are on there for people that are more of the traditional one. As well as that, we will also have the list that I was talking about earlier that is for different charities across the country um, that have their own resources. This is not a charity that's just going to... I think I said this on somebody else's podcast is... If we dealt as a charity that just stood in a stream and just went, we're a charity, come over here, we've got stuff for you, nothing would happen because that's not how it works. We have to link with other charities, with other people, with other organisations. And so we also need to say, look, we can't do that right now or we may never be able to do that. This is where you can find that stuff and use those resources we already have. We're also planning and starting to make a list um, for counsellors across the country, um, counsellors and therapists that specifically state that they agree with the ethos of the charity in how we go about things, um, the facts, you know, of um, pushing for a more broad approach to mental health. So they have to fit ours. Now, that doesn't mean they are one type of therapist or one type of counselor. doesn't mean they do one type of therapy. They're going to be all sorts of different people. The main thing for us is that they look at the way that we do things and they ascribe to that. Um, so there's also that side as well. Um, the way that people can get in, involved is a massive different ways. I mean, if they basically just going to go, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't, I don't know everything, you can have a tea party for us and charge some people to turn up. Like, there's all sorts of different ways, and they are on the website as well. Um, so it's upformentalhealth.org, and that's the four 
not yeah, <laughs> up four and so um, and you know, or you can run for us, you can do a marathon and run for us. Um, you can, if you are a counselor or a therapist yourself, mm-hmm. get in touch with us, say that there's you know, maybe you you feel that you would do scrubs the way that we do things and uh, and things like that. If you are um, somebody that does, uh, if you're a gamer, for instance, or if you play a musical instrument or anything like that, and you think, you know what, I could, I could probably do like a, a lesson for people, get in contact with us. That's what we're doing. We have one of our trustees, Tom Davey, who is a martial arts instructor, who is doing a, a, series, um, a, a series of three different ways of doing break falling. Just a fun way of basically, how do I fall over and not get hurt? Um, just to get you into the idea of maybe martial arts is something you want to look at. Or or if nothing else, you learn and fall over and not hurt yourself. Um, and it's, you know, it's effectively getting that lesson. And they're all exclusive to our website. These aren't things that have been done, done from YouTube. These are people that have done them for us currently for free. I think if we keep asking them, they may want some money. But at the moment, for free. Um, and then from that, what we're going to do is build that out. When we find out that one way is successful in a certain area or anything like that, we're going to go back to those people and say, look, is this something you think you could do for the wider population? That's when we start to talk about money and helping them and then take, right, we're going to have five people and we're going to help them with exercise. We have five people to help them get into music or get into gaming or whatever it is. Because when you mention the idea of therapy, people think of Sigmund Freud. They think of there's going to be a chaise lounge, I'm going to um, lay back, someone's going to have a notepad and that's going to be the way it is. Yeah. But Therapy is everything. Therapy is anything that's therapeutic to you. Streaming is cathartic and therapeutic to me. It is therapy to me. You know, talking to your mates at the pub is therapy. It's all these kind of things are different types of therapy. And so um, I know that some people seem to be a, a little bit sceptical of this uh, idea because they're gonna, they they have the idea of, well, I've always got told, yeah, I've got to go and have, have a run and that'll make everything better. So, if it doesn't, then don't do it. That's our way of thinking. It's like, if it can, great. If it can't, there's loads of other stuff that you can do. And if that doesn't help, then we're going to also help you with um, the therapist that you can go to, the counsellors you can go to, um, and build it up. Now, I know there's an obvious thing where most people go, oh, you can't do all that. I couldn't also set up a charity in two weeks, yeah. apparently. Um, so this is my way of thinking about it. It's like, you can do it. We can get out to those people. You know, we have um, um, personal trainers in the north of England that have done videos for us. We have martial artists in the southeast of England that have done um, videos for us. We have um, beatboxers in London that are doing videos for us. Mm -hmm. We have um, gamers in California that are doing videos for us of of introductions. But we can't do any of that because that's not how the world works. Well, sorry to say it is. Um, Yeah, exactly. I mean, our our main kind of ethos and the way we, I'll read directly from our our website, our our vision and goals. Um, At Up For Mental Health, we think that um, everyone should have the right to good mental health, free from persecution, stigma and poor understanding. All our campaigns, fundraising, community engagement and more will look at that. We'll all look to uphold these goals, actively promote mental well-being for all, help reduce the stigma attached to mental health issues and campaign to improve services, raise awareness and promote understanding of mental health. Now, currently, what we're looking at is basically, I think of it almost like the Marvel films, phase one. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's that it's that first one of actively promote mental, um, better mental well-being for all. That's kind of what we're looking at right now because that's what we know we can do as we're going forward. 
Um, but then uh, that's why we have the videos. That's why we're going to do more things like that and, and all that. But then when we get out into the community, then we can help reduce the stigma because we're going to be more in um, involved with other charities as we move forward and help them with their policies. And then the next stage going forward would be help to change the policy and have some argument with politicians, which is always going to be a fun one. I, just I hope of, that answers your question rather than just throwing 50 things at you at once. No, no, no. I, I kind of want to touch on like two two of those points, basically. The first one's being the yeah. whole fundraiser things. Like I know mm -hmm. with um, my team and the, the people that I'm, I'm working with at the moment, we're looking to actually start our first sort of like fundraiser. Um, we're going to be looking to do like an actual esports tournament um, where people will like, there'll be like sign up fees for people who want to participate and half of those fees are going to be going to like our like initiative wallet which we're going to be using to like help to fund certain like charities and orgs so we'd love to do one like for you guys and like um have that sort of like laid out like in the next sort of like few weeks like get that sort of set up and make sure that um that's something that we can do because our like everyone in our community is just all about you know just it, it's all about just helping others and like help the community so that's definitely something that we're going to be doing in terms of like fundraising and, and the second one you you speak spoken about like social policy and mental health and it's something i, I kind of just want to talk about briefly because i have i have a bone to pick actually with the way sort of like mental health is like looked at if you like if you if you call it if you call a gp and you say you know like it, it's it's the worst thing in the world because if you already have anxiety calling like a gp or going to an appointment is just the most stressful thing i i put off going yeah. to doctors for, for years i ignored serious problems for years because i had such bad anxiety so going to talk about mental health is just such a problem and there's no other avenue of sort of doing that um, rather than just sort of going in and talking to GP. I remember going and the first thing that, 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 that he that they said was like, oh, I can give you like a self-referral link so you can go and talk to like, you know, like a, a CBT place. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And that was kind of really that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I, I went for a while and it, it wasn't for me. Like it, it didn't, CBT didn't, didn't do much for me. I went for a little while. It, it wasn't a thing that I wanted to, but they, they never gave me any other sort of advice on other things I could, I could be doing. It was very much the sessions that we had and that was it. And I was very much kind of lost of like, Oh, what, what could I be doing? Like I, I kind of knew, Oh, I could be doing these other things that help improve like my mood. Uh, but I never went back to call my, my daughter again because I, I, I just thought that it was kind of a pointless endeavor. They never seemed interested. They never yeah. seemed to want to care. So I was I'm like, I'm not going to, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's now like looking at like these alternative like ther like therapies, but it's like, it's not, it shouldn't be alternative. It should just be what's on offer. Like you said, like yeah. music therapy, art therapy helps me so much. Like doing art, like just being around a group of people doing like activities, it could be, it could be anything, but there's definitely this problem that we have of like, there isn't enough avenues that the professionals don't even send people down and it, it should well, be changed. And that's the sort of thing that I think would be like done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's an issue with you calling them professionals because they're not mental health professionals, they're medical exactly. professionals. And it's not exactly. the same. So, so the, this is the problem. Through, so it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's the biggest problem. So the, the biggest thing, as I said earlier about CBT, it doesn't work for me. I know it does definitely work for some people, which doesn't for me. It doesn't for many people that I know. Um, but it is the only thing the NHS offer because it is cheap. Mm -hmm. It is cheap and easy and it's easy to get qualified in. So it's the easiest thing they do. So it's the NHS way um, and the governmental way of just going, well, what's cheapest, what's easiest, we'll do that. And it's like, that's not how this should work. Um, mental health, we know because of, even if we look at it in terms of pure 
governmental um, capitalist way of thinking. Because I'm a capitalist. Sorry, anyone out there that thinks you shouldn't be if you're a mental health person. I am. Deal with it. Um, it actually makes sense. Yeah. Like mental health, looking after someone's mental health makes capitalist sense as well as anything else. Like if you're just looking at them purely capitalist things, it, it makes the most sense to make sure that people are healthy and happy yeah. and that they, they they give you more hours, that they're doing their jobs. They want to do their jobs. They want to work for you because you're going to help them. Yeah. Um, it, it just makes sense on every level of everything. Uh, and yet we seem to get stuck in this uh, thing as if it's one against the other. It's this especially in politics it's left against right and that's how policy becomes a, a thing because it's well we need to argue about it well, no we don't we need to work about work yeah. on it together um i mean the, the biggest issue is there is that um alternative therapies aren't even really alternative therapies they're just therapies um alternative therapies when you talk about alternative th- therapies to me when i think of alternative, alternative therapy i think of you in a field with um a, a, a witch flowing like this with leaves in you. <laughs> to me that's an alternative therapy because it's bullshit um you know but actual therapy you know when you're turning up and somebody is doing music therapy with you when they're doing um you know we, we're going for a run and we're talking about you can, you can talk on a run when you learn how to breathe when you're running mm-hmm. i know it's not the easiest for everyone but that's that's therapy when you go down the pub with your mate and i've literally done this to people and gone down the pub and just had a chat that's therapy. So it's not really an alternative therapy. It's just a therapy. And I mean, um, if you look at person-centered care, or if you're in America, client-centered care, that's very telling. Um, that's that's a type of therapy that basically means that you help to lead how your therapy goes, which means literally going to the pub could be part of your therapy. So these aren't alternatives. They're even recognized as part of the norm in the psycho, uh, um, psychological world, but we ignore them in, in the NHS. Um, and also the way that they do it is basically go, well, if this doesn't work for you, here's some leaflets. And that does absolutely have to change. Mm. Um, it's something I am more than happy to argue with people on, and I'm more than happy to argue with um, politicians on. Um, and I've talked about this before, is that when you come to the, to the um, chairs or presidents or whatever of most charities, what you come across is someone that may have worked in PR, has probably worked for a lot of NGOs, is quite a nice person, all this kind of... Uh, newsflash, that isn't me. <laughs> I am not that person. I've never pertained to be a nice person. Yeah. And my background is I have an undergraduate degree in politics, a master's degree in political um, theory. I was an elected politician um, and I um, a, a trained political agent. You can't... Politicians can't get past me with political speak. I know what they're coming for and I don't care. Um, there was actually a, a comment because I called it an MP recently um, because they had to go at Marcus Rashford for basically not staying in his lane. Oh. And I pointed out that myself and her went to the same university and her degree was law and mine was politics. So if anyone's going to stay out of someone's backyard, she should stay out of politics. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, it, that's I'm more than happy to take on those arguments when it comes to it. The problem we have right now is that we that isn't something we can get to until year to uh, between a year and three years into the future because then we also talked with other charities we talked with everybody else to make sure among everything else that it isn't just our opinion because five of us as trustees we might have a good opinion and it might be the right one but that's not how it should be it shouldn't be the loudest person full stop it should be the loudest person with five thousand people behind them and that's talking so that is something we're definitely looking at 
like it, almost like a social movement but it's 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 a case of reaching out to people and being like this is what we're this is what we're doing this is kind of what we want to change is this something like you want to be part of and it's just that exposure of being of yeah. just sort of like promoting that's all it really comes down to exposure yes I and mean, getting people to engage in that conversation yeah. and talk and people engaging with wanting to like speak with po- their po- the politicians like the local mps like it has to come from 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 a source and you do have to have those loudest voice loudest voices to be able to reach all the others but i'm all, and i'm all, i'm always I, yeah and i'm also happy um that i'm uh, i said this for the day and this won't get me many friends but i don't really care um i'm more than happy to deal with the assholes yeah. so those those bigoted you know people that none of us want there mm-hmm. the problem is they are there and they have a vote mm-hmm. i'm happy to use them they want to use the rest of us. I'll use them. If they think for a second they're going to get anything back off of me, they can, you know, they can spin for it. But I'll use them if getting that makes it go forward. And that, to me, is the problem that a lot of people and a lot of charities won't do, is that they won't get their hands dirty because the nice people from nice NGOs. I don't care. It's not about me. It's not about making me look like I'm I'm sparkling and I'm the second coming because I don't care. Yeah. I have never purported to be a good person. I've always just said to camera, don't ever put me on a pedestal. I look and I sound the way I do because I am on camera. All of us are different when we come off camera because all of us are different when we step outside our houses. It's the same thing. Your assumptions are assumptions and that's all they are. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at the, t- the way that therapy works as well, it's always interesting to me that therapy and things like music therapy aren't recognised because music therapy, um, when it's used, as expressly used and called music therapy, has to have something between 30 and 35% um, efficacy when it's used in specific areas. Um, most drugs need 14 to 20% efficacy. So technically music therapy has to prove itself better than the medication that's being used in its place. Um, So it's weird. It's definitely not an alternative. But yeah, I mean, the the thing is with a lot of this, it's not even, I don't think it's, it's even like people aren't with us. I think most people are with us. It's just that there's no one there prepared to shout loud enough and say, look, are you fucking with us? Because I was talking to, I've talked to other charities. I talked about this recently is with a lot of charities, especially in mental health, they'll say, and this goes back to the point I made earlier, but somebody else is doing that or, but we don't want to step on anybody else's toes. Why not? Mm-hmm. I've got talked to, I've got told about other mental health charities or people that deal with some things. And my response most of the time is, but I haven't heard of them. And they'll go, Oh yeah, but that's not, it's not for you. Why not? Mm-hmm. And if it's not for me, how are they getting funding? Who's listening to them? What politicians know about it? What people that are going to actually back up their cause know about it? Mm-hmm. Everyone should know, but it doesn't matter if you're specific to one area. Everyone should know. I know about Race for Life. As a male, I am not allowed to take part in Race for Life. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah, it's definitely not for me, it. because I got, but I know it's there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the best, the charities that are the most successful, the ones that literally, and I, I said it recently, is the biggest thing for me is that it's the idea that you have to say, if you want to take us on, I am not moving. I don't care what you throw at me. I am not moving. And everyone behind me is not moving either. Because for so long, people have stood and they've had things thrown at them and they've had to back down or they've just got hit in the face. I don't care. You can throw the stuff at me and all it's going to do is make the the, 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 grow, the growing crowd behind me grow even more. It's going to mean that finally we just go, you know what, we've had enough. 
mental health will be discussed properly because people say, oh, mental health has been taken seriously and this and that and the other. If anyone looks on the Twitter for up for the, uh, I'm sorry, up for mental health, you'll notice that during the pandemic, one in five people felt that they were suffering from mental health issues. So 20% of people felt they were suffering from mental health issues. They didn't, however, go forward for anything because they didn't think that their issues were serious enough. But of course, we know because we're told by the media, we know, obviously, that mental health is treated better and everyone's listening during the pandemic. No, because before the pandemic, guess what the stats were? Exactly the same. It was one in five before the pandemic. It's one in five since the pandemic. There's been no change. There's been a lot of people saying, look, aren't we doing a lot of change for recognising it? No. Just because you're just because you're saying you're doing something doesn't mean you are. Now, that doesn't mean that um politics in terms of um personality politics isn't important it is we've seen that with people like obama and trump personality politics does work and it's there for a reason but personality politics has to be backed up with you actually doing something um and if we're talking as a charity that's why i don't care if i step on toes of the charities i want to work with other charities but if if me trying to work with the charities and me trying to do something makes them irritated that I've got into their space, then they should have made me realise that they were there. Mm. So. <laughs> no, I totally see that. And I, I just quite wanted to, to, to bring something up, which I noticed actually today. Like, if oh. I think it's like, if you if you Google like mental health services, like UK, and then there's like the government website or something that you that you click on somewhere, I can't remember what it was. The, they, they have like such a long paragraph with like, um oh like we're doing a lot more like in the coronavirus like pandemic like there's literally like a whole list of things that they that they claim to like be doing um which is this kind of nuts to me oh my camera has just decided to do its own thing um but no it's like um oh my goodness what has happened you've just got changing color there it's more fun i'm not just changing color sorry (laughs) but yeah like there's this whole there's the a whole like paragraph on um on even the government website, like the first thing that you see with like the mental health services is just like the coronavirus pandemic and like all the things that we're doing mm. to change it. And it's like, it's it's not true. Like I, I haven't known anyone who's been able to- It's not true. But of course, if you say that it's not true, you get thrown out of parliament. Um, but I mean, the, the first thing, the first thing being that um, when the pandemic first happened and in the Southwest, there was actually a local um, NHS group that tried to push the people with uh, massive mental health issues should be pushed up the, um, the list. They got pushed back down because it wasn't seen as important enough. That was a government thing to push it back down. The government have a lot of words and they do very little. Um, but the difference is because of the sheer weight that most people throw, they're not prepared to stand there. I am. And that's literally the only difference is I, I've, 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 I think it's just the fact that I'm just one of the few that's just had enough. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I don't, I don't need you to think I'm a lovely person. I don't need you to, to, to do anything. I'm not looking for some kind of knighthood. Just mm-hmm. do your fucking jobs. Yeah. Like this is, that's it. And the thing is, so many people in parliament have had issues with mental health. So many of them have had issues with mental health. I've literally walked in and seen politicians with pints of Cabernet Sauvignon. I've, I know that these people are suffering. The, yeah. you know, it's not a normal response. No. Um, so, yeah, the, there is so much to be done. And the, the the thing is, is that most of these kind of, oh, these are the projects of the government. What they actually are is what we what we plan to do in the future. Mm. That's fantastic. I have a copy of the Magna Carta up there. I'm pretty sure hardly any of that got put in place. 
Um, and I've got a um, Declaration of Independence that is signed July 4th. That didn't even get signed until the 8th. So the things can be written down wonderfully. It doesn't mean they actually happen. So that's the, that's the problem with a lot of it. I, actually, uh, just going back to something earlier, because it just comes to me, if anybody did want to get involved even, even more with us as well, mm-hmm. the reason it didn't come to me is because I've just put it out today. Like, as we're recording right. this, it's just gone out. Um, is the uh, the idea of becoming up for mental health ambassador? So it's basically a community ambassador. It's we've just launched it as an idea. It got full approval last night from the, the trustees, um, and it's going out today. You get a nice little you know sticker badge thing you can put on your thing. But anybody that um, is is active on social media, any social media can. So if you're TikTok. You know, it doesn't have to be Twitch. I know that some of us come, you know, the biggest majority of companies are Twitch, but if you're big on TikTok or you don't have to be, need to be big, if you're active, basically you talk to people on TikTok, on Facebook, on um, Instagram, wherever it is, if you go to our Twitter or our, our Facebook or anything like that, you'll be able to find, um, basically, it just says, if you want to be involved, contact um, us via uh, messages which you, you know you can go to our website and go to the contact bit or you can just respond to the the post itself um we'll be looking over them we'll send you an application form the application form is a very straightforward thing it's you know why do you want to do this how did you hear about it you know the, the standard thing you'd expect from an application form and um, a set of values um, and a code of conduct that you have to sign up for because you know you can't be a complete ass. um I'm the only exception to that. Um, so so there are already two of us that are ambassadors, and that's myself and Mindset by Dave because we're ambassadors through our, our Twitch. We are looking for two more. Now, we're going to be closing this likely. Um, I'll just double-check the date. Come on. We'll likely be closing this completely on the 6th of August. Uh, now, I know that this is premiering a week before that. So as if you see this on YouTube, a week after this is the kind of the closing date, really, for us properly um, choosing someone. We would love so many different types of people. It doesn't matter what age you are, anything like that. It doesn't matter what you're coming eat. I know, you know, Facebook is the dying social media, but if you're from Facebook and you've shown that you can do it, contact us as well. Um, so that's that's probably the one that people who are active and interacting a lot, um, that's probably the easiest way for people to contact. If they, if they feel that they can help us and they feel that they want to be part of that, um, that's a good one. And there are some little perks. You get like a T-shirt and you you get entered in a yearly prize draw and, you know, there's little, like um, little things like that. Little things like that. So, you know, you've got that as, you've got that as well. Um, so I, I, that just occurred to me. So if you want to be part of that kind of, like I said, growing um, crowd behind me shouting, you can you can always do that as well. But there's there's so many things like that that we're, we're coming forward. And these are they're only growing. Like I said, our resources these videos are only growing. And the thing is, if somebody out there says, you know what, music hasn't helped me, fitness hasn't helped me, this hasn't, this hasn't, this hasn't, and we haven't got something up there, or we haven't even said that we're going to do something, tell us what helped you. Because mm. this isn't the, this isn't the idea that we just stand in in, in the, the stream. Yeah. Like, come and tell us and we'll find someone that can do it. That's, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you've got a counsellor or a, a therapist that you've found was absolutely fantastic and you think they are forward thinking, they'd think the same way. Mm-hmm. Let us know about them. We'll have a chat with them and we might put them on that list. And, you know, that's for people to find it. And then hopefully if we can get the money going forward, we'll start paying for people's therapies as well, or at least for a couple of sessions going forward. If we can, if we can get big enough. We will get big enough. When? Um, but I mean, we have our. Th- yeah, it's just it's just a matter of when. I mean, I don't. I, I said this to the to my trustees as well. Is that these are the plans from not six months. These are the six months to a year. This is a year to to three years. This is not just 
what I want us to do and our basic plan. This is what's going to happen. There will be stuff on top of this. Our original plan, for instance, didn't have ambassadors in it. This is something I literally went, no, we should do this. Um, and that was Sunday night. I thought of that and it was accepted last night and we're launching it today. This doesn't need to take time. It's that's the thing for me. Um, it, it doesn't need to take time. The only thing that's taking that's going to take time. We are not that kind of red tape people. I will just and I love it because I've, I've come across other charities like before. We are not unique in the fact that we do this. I've come across people that have had, for instance, um, issues with with um, vets that have tried um, contacting other people and not got any help, and then they've contacted this uh, this one charity with the veterans charity. They've rung them up, and the next day there's been stuff sent out to them, and they've gone like, "Oh, you haven't got stuff since you come home. We've just sent you a fridge freezer. Oh, and it's full. <laughs> like that. It's just done, and yeah. th- there's no reason it can't be done like that. You know." Sure. There's, I, yeah, like you say, it, it's always people always tend to look for shortcuts for things, but there is there is always a way to do something. I think that's kind of the, the point of it. I kind of also just wanted to quickly um, note on a few things that we, we briefly talked about, like um, like the sort of like social rallying, let's say, behind like certain causes, and we've kind of seen um, the rise of you know the whole like decentralized organizations. You know, like like I used to be involved in like you know some of the environmental ones, like things like Extinction Rebellion. I know a lot of people have opinions on on how they operate, but the one thing that they always did was that. They, they they very much also had like we don't care sort of policy like we have a message to do we're going to like talk about it and let people know that it's like done albeit like there's obviously debates of like disruption and public disruption and like the way that they go about things that's a whole different like debate but the idea of like getting the message out by any means possible um it's it, it's sort of there and I, and I feel like in regards to like mental health something similar probably needs to happen um, because no one listened to sort of like well people to always listen about like um, environmental like campaigns until people shouted about it and until it bothered people that people were shouting about it is when people started to pay more attention to it which is kind of weird because no one wants to disrupt other people's lives no one wants to do you know anything like that but if it's the only way to sort of like get people to notice something in the first place see yeah. I, this this is an interesting one for me because I really dislike Extinction Rebellion because yeah. of the politics. Um, and I, I've met and know some of them and um, number of, some of them have incredibly um, problematic pasts. Yeah. I, I have to say, like, I did um, end up leaving, like, I think it was like a year and a half ago due to yeah. like, similar reasons. But so, I, I'm also... Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the... Like, the, the, yeah. the causing people problems in order to, like, know about it in the first place. That's the thing. It's I think it's how, it's how you see that because, uh, and obviously, so my background as well, I was, um, I, was a de- I was shortlisted to be a delegate to the UN on climate change. I was involved in environmental stuff beforehand mm. and um, Extinction Rebellion and people like that didn't come to us first. Mm. That's the problem, is that you can't just, they did exactly what I've said you can't do, which is they stood in a stream and they went, look at us, we're the ones that's telling everyone what to do. That's great. But we're here trying to do the same thing. Talk to us first and we can go forward. That's the biggest problem is that they didn't do that. And that's why it got, and that's why it's basically died off because it effectively became, it, it, it bothered people, it made people look for about six months Mm -hmm. and then they went oh petulant children go away that's what happened whereas when you've had movements in the past where people have just gone okay i'm gonna shout but at the same time i'm also gonna be part of the committee which means you can't avoid me and i'm gonna be part of this Mm -hmm. that's the way that we want to do it the way that everyone else wants to do it because this idea of being uh, it's 
The same argument that um, organizations that run similar to Extinction Rebellion, I'm only using that because you did, um, yeah. is the same problem in things like the EU, for instance, because most people that are pro-EU are also pro-Extinction Rebellion, or they usually tend to go together. But the same argument can be made for both. Are you inside the tent pissing out or outside the tent pissing in? <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. In you can be, you can do both. You can be part of the structure and be on the outside going, oh, you don't want to listen to me, but I'll make sure that everyone else hears what we've already spoken about. Um, and that's that's the plan for us, is to be able to go, look, we're going to shout. And I'm more than happy to take you on in debates on news broadcasts. I'm more than happy to take on debates in the media. But I will also be in those committees. If you think you can avoid me in any way, shape or form, it's not going to happen. And things I've done this before in a smaller scale on things like universities. So when I was at, um, I used to work for a university and I was a student at that university and I was on the committees for the university. And I called out the senior management staff in meetings. And there's nothing they could do because when they come to it, it's like, yeah, yeah but actually Adam has like helped write that policy for, for, for that. So he actually understands that and yeah he like if he disappears we don't actually know how to run this and that's the thing is that you make yourself so that they have nowhere to turn mm -hmm. the problem is is that when when you're only one way or the other they have somewhere else to turn when you're both they have nowhere to turn and this is where i talk about getting your hands dirty and being that i don't care attitude but doing it in a smart way, mm -hmm. being able to do it in their way so that when they go, well, you need to sit down at the table with us. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. That's because then they have nowhere to go. Yeah. And the problem at the moment is if you're shouting and screaming, they say, let's sit down at the table and your response is, no, I want to turn the table over. Fine. We won't listen to you. Mm -hmm. And if your response the other way is, well, let's sit down at the table. Oh, well, you haven't convinced us go away and you you just go away. Then, you know, help either way. If you're more than prepared to do both, which I am, and which we are, then there's nowhere they can go. And I think that's the difference for me is you have to be connected. You have to listen to other people. You can't just be in the stream shouting by yourself. For sure. That's exactly the reason I left. The whole point of like, you, you're even shouting at the people who you need to have on your side to actually make the changes in the first place <laughs> is, is is sort of key. And so, like, like you said, like being involved in like committees or being involved in organisations. So like you say, they have no choice but to talk to you. You're there. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk about Let's make change. Let's debate. We might disagree, but let's talk about it what's the solution what can we you know what's the what's the central focal point here to talk about it's yeah. so much more important and those discussions like you, you don't even have to shout as loud about them because if they're <laughs> happening there and then that's kind of what matters if it's those sort of like centralized figures that can make change um so that's definitely like i'd say like the most important thing and I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's kind of like how you sort of like f like see it kind of like working um, because as it's just been proven, like it's not just about shouting, it's about actually, you know, being involved at the same time, which I think yeah. is, people, people are afraid to do, I think is the thing. A lot of people feel as though that they might not be educated enough or they don't have, um, like a lot of people aren't debaters, a lot of people wouldn't be able to necessarily hold up against other conversations. They just have points to say and opinions. Um, so it, it, it's about getting like people in, involved in a way that they feel confident enough to be able to just talk about these things. I think it's important. So like having like educational resources and, and things like that is so important to inform people with. Yes. And actually um, something that we're doing at the moment is um, within six months to a year, we're going to be looking at having it recognized is we're writing a mindfulness course 
Nice. I'm writing a mindfulness course. Um, so that's going to be um, that's going to be hopefully recognised um, by a few of the um, like alter- alternative institutions, but also places like um, um, CPD as well. So it's going to be both sides recognition. We're looking for that within uh, six months to a year. So that's written as well, so that people can kind of understand mindfulness themselves. Um, and then we're potentially looking at making it um, making a uh, like a teacher's course for or an instructor's course, mm-hmm. so that people can then teach other people. So we're going to have some kind of educational stuff as well coming from us as well on top of it. So we do have that. Um, You've just also talked to something that I I think is important to to realise and some people to realise is if you have an opinion and you you believe it, the first thing to do is make sure that your opinion is, is not completely by itself. If it is by itself, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's either no one's thought of it and, you know, package it um you know no one's thought of it and you're on to something or there's a reason it doesn't work um which is unfortunately is what comes especially in the environmental stuff it comes up a lot i've come up against people like that it was like there's this okay but that's work because this 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 and this i mean i had i had these arguments because i um was doing a, a an undergraduate in environmental science I'm still doing it for open university and i used to have arguments with my uh, my lecturer and then when she tried to argue with me i'm like okay I was literally. Do you think I was shortlisted as a delegate for no reason to the UN? And also, I'm a I'm a I'm a, a fellow of the Royal Society of Arts for a good reason. Um, you know, I've I've learned this, and that's so. It's not to say that because uh, I think some people think when I say that I just mean people that uh, the shouting guy. No, no, it's just my lecturer at university that does exactly the same thing that doesn't want to learn outside of it. And I think it's important we learn from each other. That's what I said. That's why it's not just me. It's other people involved in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also on top of that, when it comes to uh, mental health, one thing that you'll notice, and many people will notice, is that I swear. And this <laughs> is something that's always fun because, yeah. and I've had this slightly cringed faces from my trustees. If any of you are, are watching, guys, hey. Um, <laughs> that if I, I, I said that if somebody pushes me to it mm-hmm. um, in a debate, I will swear. But I'll also immediately back it up because if somebody tries to have a go at me for swearing, my point will immediately be: so you want to push me into a box? So immediately you've seen something you're uncomfortable with, and you want to put it to one side, which is exactly what you've done with mental health for years. You proved my point in two seconds. Mm-hmm. That's what we don't want to happen. And also, this idea that we should go against mental health and uh, it's, uh, it's go against um, well, hash it is go against swearing because, because of mental health. Well, if you have nowhere to turn. And as you say, people don't feel educated. They don't know what else to say. And they've tried all their words. And every time they just get hit in the face by something because they, they feel they're uneducated. They feel they can't um, be eloquent enough in something or they just don't feel they have the time or whatever. And all they can do is just go, just fucking help me. And your first response is, don't swear. Oh, just oh. fuck off. Oh. Like the, oh. they, are, they are coming to you because they need help. Your first response shouldn't be to check someone's la- language. It should be, mm. how can we help? Now, I've, yeah. and I know it's really weird because obviously I am the chair of a charity and this isn't how I'm meant to sound. But that's the whole point is that comfortable. You have to sound like that. Exactly. You know, comfortable has been that way for too long. Comfortable was there for neurotypicals to push down neurodivergent, and it's just not good enough. And so um, I'm not saying that everyone should go out and sound like Samuel L. Jackson for the next 10 years, but it does mean that if if that is part of your lexicon and that is something that's coming forward, I don't feel that you should have to be pushed aside or, which my favourite one of this argument, and anyone that wants to have this in the future, any politicians or, you know, GB News, I'd really love it if you came for me. Just, oh. 
Oh. Given that you've had zero viewership for a week and a half, maybe you need someone like me on there. Um, so, you know, if their if their um, argument, which it usually becomes, is oh well, people that swear are lower intelligence. Well, um, basically, all research shows that those who swear have a better understanding of the language they are swearing in. They have a, a bigger vocabulary, and they tend to actually be more intelligent according to most um, ways of looking at it. So if we're going to have that argument, you've lost by being the polite one. I do not agree with this idea of let's just be kind. You know, I'll oh, be smile. It confuses people. How about if you're a complete arsehole to me, I treat you with the same contempt. You don't get to get a free pass because of the fact that you've done something. I don't owe you some. I don't owe you nice. Mm-hmm. Nobody owes you something just because, and this this is the thing I've seen, uh, actually it's come up a lot on TikTok recently, weirdly, of people doing skits about this, where, you know, a, a child has said, oh, please, can you change this mark? And they've they've not changed it. You haven't done the work. Hey, but I said, please. My mum said, if I said, please, things will happen. And the mother comes in and goes, but they said, please. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. Politeness isn't there as a, it's almost like a, it, it just shows how little use it really is. And actually, mm-hmm. these swear words, which, Again, guys, most swear words nowadays and the ones that are now part of our normal lexicon, even if you don't think you're swearing, come from Shakespeare. So if you're really having a go at swearing and the the use of language, you're having a go at the most prolific playwright in English history. But please keep telling me that my swearing is bad. Um, So this idea of how they they do it and we've just got to be polite is just nonsensical. We don't have to be polite. If if someone is polite to you and they are genuinely being polite, then of course there's no reason to be an arsehole backwards. But if they're coming to you and they're just going... Well, I want to do this, so so, and it's something that just uses you. And you go, oh, no, that's just using me. And their response is, oh, well, aren't you rude? No, you are. Piss off. Oh, well, you no, 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 no. I've said piss off. Now piss off. I don't want to hear from you anymore. You're done. You're not part of the conversation anymore. Go away. And th- I think that's how we need to treat it is we don't need to be taking that kind of let's be nice. And that's why if anyone that's, that's seen me, uh, I do not like positivity stuff. I really hate being called wholesome. I hate being called um, nice because I'm not wholesome. I'm not wholesome by any measure you can think of. And I'm not this nice person. I'm not a positivity streamer. I'm not a positive streamer. I don't believe in positivity. I'm not a positive person. I call myself a realist. You know, I've literally, as I talked about earlier, my wife passed away. She was in her early 30s and an NHS nurse for her entire adult life. I am the arsehole with the bad background and I was a complete dick as I was younger. I've been homeless uh, twice. I was the one that ate myself into shit situations and fucked up my own health. She didn't. She helped people. I do not believe in positivity and that everything's going to turn out all right. What I believe in is that if we work forward to try and make things better for each other, that we can do that. Not that it's a Dumbledore quote, making things better tomorrow. So mm-hmm. if you need to swear, if you need to be the arse backwards, fine. And I think that's something we need to get past is we can have that energy. We can have that passion that people like Extinction Rebellion and all other groups have had. But we have to do it smart. But if people want us to be nice, no, you don't. I don't owe you nice. I do not owe you nice. It comes from actually. um, Where's that book? Damn it. There's a book here. somewhere. (laughs) And it comes from and and I'm sure there's a lot of toxic masculine idiots that watch this and not like this either. But there's also books like this that exist. Women don't owe you pretty. It's the same fucking sentiment. Women don't owe you pretty. Men, uh, and mental people suffering from mental health don't owe you nice. It's the same sentiment. You know, feminism and campaigns against mental health go hand in hand. It's a feminist fucking ideal anyway. So it's it just, 
we need to get past that and we need to use the things that we can to better the mental health. I went on a massive rant there, but there we no, go. No, that was amazing. Uh, but like you say, there's a difference. I think there's a difference between being kind and polite and just being respectful. Like we mm. should always be respectful for when people deserve it, but we don't always have to be polite if it's not received in the, in the same sort of way. Like like you say, like I've always definitely been that sort of realist person too. Like I know people in my team, they always say to me, oh, Kate sometimes scares me a bit because she could be a bit direct or forceful or, or whatever it is. But it's kind of like, it's always the mentality of like, I just want to like, get things done or I just I feel like there's a certain way of talking about things and I can sound up front and it's probably either a personality trait thing or, or it's just the sort of the, the, the way that I am but I, I very much agree in the sense of like you don't have to be polite to everyone um, who who don't who don't deserve that people like you people deserve to be respected everyone deserves to be that but um, like I totally agree with the whole polite thing um, in every level and it definitely a rant it was um, a very a very <laughs> well done structure um awesome i kind of want to um just wrap things up a little <laughs> bit uh, we've been talking for a while and it's been an amazing conversation i have to say I've, I've enjoyed this um like i said i i i talk a lot but so just sometimes just listening to someone else talk and the, the ideas are kind of like full full ideas if you know what i mean is just is great to hear um so I kind of just want to sort of wrap things up of being like, where can people, one, find you? Where can people find the charity? And um, what sort of socials you want to, pr you want to sort not promote, but sort of like get out there. And what's yeah. the next, yeah. what's the next, the very next step? I know you've spoken a lot about your ambassadors, et cetera. But That's fine. No, the very no. Next so what you want to do. Yeah. So, I mean, if you, um, if the first thing you want to do is just um, check out um, a couple of the trustees, um, the people that actually do stuff, um, in terms of streaming, so you can actually find us, mm -hmm. is uh, myself and Mindset by Dave. So mm -hmm. that's up for the challenge, so the number four, so up mm -hmm. for the challenge um, on Twitch and Mindset by Dave on um, Twitch as well. We have um, similar viewpoints, but very different approach. So you might find um, much softer and more likely to be kind of a bit more laid back. And actually, um, Dave also does a meditation stream. Mm -hmm. So, and it's actually redeemable as well. So you go in there and you get a meditation stream. It can be much more relaxed. Nice. Um, I have um, mental health check-ins, which is actually the thing that you guys waded into. Um, I do three different types of stream. I do um, a... Uh, topic stream on a Monday, which I just did yesterday, which was on uh, gatekeeping. And um, I do a Wednesday stream, which is mental health check-in, which is basically you come in, uh, you can talk about absolutely anything you want. And that VOD expressly is deleted. Mm -hmm. So no one finds it. Because I've had someone actually come back in the past and said that their partner was watching oh. when they came into my stream. They left. They're out of it now. They're, they're, they're safe. They, they were thanking me for it. But um, so it's it's always deleted. So your partner, your friends, your family can't find it. They don't know what's mm -hmm. happened if you just need to rant. That's for you. And then uh, Friday is just a chat and chill where we just see how the week's been. So, I mean, Jesus, last last week on um, the chat and chill, we ended up talking about that program on Netflix where he that guy gets naked. So it is just really <laughs> talk about anything. You know, it talks about anything on that. Yeah. Um, but then Mindset by Dave does the, um, he does the check-ins on a Tuesday. He does the meditations on things on a Thursday and things like that as well. Um, so he does um, big check-ins there. And there's all, also little like fun things in his um, channel points. Um, get him to sing and things like that as well. So that's always fun. Um, we are the two that expressly stream. That's the only reason I said about us. Um, the one thing I do want people to bear in mind is this is, 
the charity comes first and the support for the charity comes way before anything for us. We are not the charity. If you can get something from us and you think, oh, if they're part of the charity, I want to support the charity, great, but do not think of it the other way around. Um, in terms of the charity, uh, if you either want to go to, uh, now we've been having issues with our Facebook and our Instagram. So Facebook and Instagram, so he sounds out, because uh, they don't seem to like our website name. I don't know why it exists, deal with it. But um, Facebook, um, on Facebook, we are up for mental health. So forward slash up for mental health. On uh, Instagram, we are up for mental health. And it's the number four. Remember that. On Twitter, I don't know why, but we are up for mental health. But take the H off and put the number one. We can't have up for mental health. Apparently, that's not a thing. So it's up for mental health with the number one at the end. So, yeah. So up for mental health, take off the H, add a one, and we're on there. We are currently looking at... Um, going on to YouTube and TikTok. Um, probably, I think our first thing is going to be like a mass podcast with all five of us nice. just introducing ourselves and then just having a chat. Yeah. It's not really going to be any kind of thing, but that's not necessarily going to be a podcast that continues. That's just going to be our first thing on YouTube of going, hey guys, this we're is here. us. Yeah. We're on YouTube, hey! <laughs> um, and then we're going to use that to like put things like that on TikTok just so we're on every platform that people actually interact with. I think that's important. Um, so, you know, look out for us on there. Uh, Twitter is the first thing that's updated, um, usually daily. It's not always daily because if I have nothing, if we have nothing to say, then why are we going to just say it? Say like, it. Yeah. if we've got nothing to say, we're not going to go, oh, it's a bit rainy today. It's, it, there's no point. Um, but we do have the big things that go on there. Like today, um, if, like I say, if people want to get in, involved, you've got the ambassador thing on there as well. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's happening. Um, and there's just, there's a lot of stuff going forward. Like I say, I think that the main next step for us is that um, we looking at YouTube um, and then see do from that. Uh, but we'll also, um, if you keep an eye bit by bit, those videos, there's only three or four at the moment. And I realise, you know, we want more, but within six months, there will be between 30 and 50. They just will be. Awesome. Um, so at the moment, we've got a meditation one on there. There's going to be, um, and when I say that as well, people need to realise is when I say we have, we'll have videos on there for meditation, mm -hmm. there is more than one type of meditation. Mm -hmm. If you go on to the meditate in six months, if you go onto the meditation section, you'll probably find five different types of meditation, um, completely different ways of doing it. You know, Mindset by Dave has actually been doing this recently where he's been doing on TikTok of using song lyrics and using them to meditate by. Nice. So it just shows, and I've said this before, anything can be meditated to. Like he's, he's taken, he still hasn't done the one that I want him to do, which is... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's where um, I am aware that I am an arsehole, but I don't care about all of that, though. Um, that's what I wanted to do. But, but uh, yeah, he's done it for a lot of stuff, like heavy metal and stuff. You can always do that because meditation um, is a time at which you have that ability to have that introspection and mindfulness, and that can come at any point. If you're into heavy metal, listening to Rachmaninoff, probably not your best bet. So um, that's going to be updating as well, and there's just going to be stuff coming all the time from our main website. So also the website is up for mentalhealth.org mm -hmm. and from there you should be able to find everything else because there should be links at the bottom and everything if i haven't updated them somebody tell me because at the moment i am the lowly person that's doing the social media but um but but do let us know and, and we're just going forward and doing our best so if anyone wants to fundraise for us let us know contact page on the website that will come through to us if you want to you know do a coffee morning if you want to run for us whatever if you want to be an ambassador let us know if you think there's something that you can help with that you can, we can put a video up with 
brilliant, let us know. If you think there's something we're missing and we should be doing, let us know. If you're an up-and-coming politician <laughs> and you have the balls to stand with us, let us know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that is what we're going to just keep going forward. Um, we have our plans to go forward. Actually, I, I'll actually do, very quickly to finish off, because this might give you guys a better idea, I'll read you the plan for the not to 6 months. Hell yeah. So... Um, this is, so we've done more than this already because obviously we have the ambassadors and this is not on it. So achieve between 30 to 50 exclusive video resources to assist in general day-to-day -day mental health, each with various version and section breakdowns, including but not, in, yeah, but not exclusive to fitness, martial arts, meditation, yoga, music, and music lessons. Um, create and sustain a robust list of interactive resources uh, for those needing to speak directly with someone. Uh, create and sustain a robust list of 20 to 30 like-minded talking therapists slash counsellors across the UK who share the charity's values. Create meaningful links with established charities working with the field of mental health and mindfulness, including but not exclusive to Mental Health Foundation, Mind, Rethink, Safe in Our World and Student Minds. Um, have all trustees trained to a minimum of one day mental health first aid, MHFA certification. If anyone's wondering about that, most universities have their staff trained to the half day course. I want our minimum to be a higher standard than theirs mm. so that we're in, in that place. Um, create a group of five to 10 volunteer runners slash physical fundraisers and use uh, social media to create brand. I really hate that word, but still brand awareness. That is naught to six months only. Mm -hmm. That's just for the first six months. Um, we are on our way to do that. There's at least two of those things on there that are already ticked off. Mm -hmm. And we've added things like the ambassadors in that weren't even on the list. So mm -hmm. that will get done easy enough. And then from six months to a year, we've got another list of stuff to go forward with. So that's okay. that's what we're up to. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely love that. And I'm going to make sure like all the links, everyone will be able to access them really easy. So that shouldn't be much of a problem. And again, I just kind of want to point out that that's me and the team and our community are like completely behind like these sort of like new initiatives the one thing we've always wanted to do is find an initiative that's in its like early stage because we've done donations to like big charities before like we've donated like two hundred and ten thousand dollars or something at this point things like you know mental health america nami like we've done like a load of like american um sort of like uh associations and organizations we wanted to do something completely different um and do something very sort of grassroots um, but also working more in the UK and like doing ha those connections with like say bigger charities as well and sort of like linking things together making a sort yeah. of network where people are able to sort of like talk to each other is kind of like our goal of what we want to do so we just want to be able to expose like initiatives to sort of like bigger things at the same time so we're totally down you know we've spoken before but it's like help out in sort of like that capacity in any way we can like making connections I think is just like the important thing um, to be doing. it absolutely is I mean it's it's just going to end. I know you're trying to wrap up. I'm sorry, but like, there's a there's a big mental health charity, and I won't say the name because they're not done anything yet. But there's a very big mental health charity in the UK mm. um, that are looking to come onto the online space, specifically things like Twitch. Um, and just randomly, the two people that they contacted um, from Twitch were myself and Mindset by Dave. Yeah. So we already pretty much have those connections yeah. started because they wanted to make them before the charity was even a thing. Love so. That the the, the uh, it's also reassuring that those that that charity was although is not known for being an online space has gone. Uh, we need to do this. Yeah. Let's ask people that actually know about it. So it's very reassuring as well. So yeah, love that. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I just want to say thank you very much for spending your time and coming on here. Um, it's it's been great. Um, hopefully, uh, people will 
tune in and listen and have a good time and have a new perspective on mental health um as well uh some people might have a sort of like a change of mindset and think about it in a slightly different way which i think is the goal uh to treat mental health as health and people yeah. should be aggressive in sort of in, in pushing that like it needs to be looked at people should care about it um so let's let's make it happen i guess is the is, is a take home from that and doesn't matter what other people say like say you can't do this or you can't do that or that won't ever happen just do it, it's always yeah. been the mindset of like just do and things will happen and things will come so yeah i just want to say thank you very much and hopefully we can um have another podcast in the future in a few months time and see what's changed and what's different and where everything's yeah. at cool. <laughs> thank you very much oh i think my internet has just died Ooh. Oh, internet issues at the end, end there, just to finish Ooh. it off. Ooh. What's happened? Stop and send. Stop and send. Stop and send. Stop and send.